Chapter 8 One Year Later Marty looked down at the barely-touched sandwich and half-cup of broth left on the tray. He set it down on the table next to the door and then looked back at the thinning figure on the bed. The sight of her fading away gave off a familiar ache in his heart. I wish he would have eaten more than this. His disappointment in her meager intake settled heavily on his mind. How can she fight if she is weakened by no food? I'm not hungry. She's going to die soon. The thought shattered the small sliver of hope he'd clung onto for the last year, and now he had nothing left to hold except her. She'd fought such a good battle, but the battle was almost over. He took in a deep breath to find a small, tranquil peace of mind. The room smelled of weakened blood, the odor of burned hair from the ravaging effects of the cancer treatment drugs on her cells, sweat from her fevers and defeat. How I wish I could rage the battle for her. I guess today's chemo treatment took a harder toll on you than we expected, he bravely said, blaming her weakened condition on something other than the fight she would soon lose in spite of their efforts. I guess it did, she answered in a small whisper. He bowed his head a silent salute to the victor, the cancer. He will be conquered by the disease and the defeat caused by his lack of assistance to help her. The sickness was out of his control, for now, so he hoped. If only she would allow me to change her, allow me to take her away from all this demise. Marty, come sit with me, please, she asked, her voice smaller than usual. Unable to deny her, Marty crossed to the bed. Each step, he tried to muster a positive outlook before he joined her. He sat down beside her and grasped her tiny, cold hand. Are you cold? Not really. Yes, <laughs> she giggled. Shh. He tucked her into a blanket. Don't exhaust yourself, my darling. Marty's heart yearned to recapture the moment when their love was brand new. She was a vibrant, healthy dancer. Together, they brought out the best in one another. She swallowed hard. Do you need a drink? No, thank you. Marty, tell me about Grace. Carlina, why do you still want to know this? She placed an ice-cold hand on his. I feel I need to know. What happened to her? Why did you vow not to turn another human? He looked into her expectant eyes and wished, no hoped, she'd understand. I killed her, he blurted out suddenly, to stump the pain he knew would come with this statement. Her eyes narrowed. I don't believe that. You have too much love to be a killer. I believe you feel you had something to do with her death. What makes you say that? I see it in your eyes, shining from your heart. Marty, you are anything but a malicious man. Carlina, my sweet girl, I love your faith in me. He kissed her cheek, but I had her put to death. Her eyes widened at his confession. With a shaky voice, she regained his attention. Why? Was it a 
perk of the time for men? Perk? No, not a perk. Marty, tell me what happened. Carlina, look, no secrets between us, remember? He sighed audibly. He looked up at the ceiling and then around down at the floor. It was over two centuries ago, in a time when the world was full of new beginnings and hope. The latest wars were over, and the Christian faith took hold. He released her hand and rubbed his against his jean-clad legs. She was a young, sweet Christian girl who wanted adventure. When she found out about my secret, she wanted to live with me forever. Sounds familiar, Carlina added, her eyes filled with that romantic flair he fell in love with. How did she find out? 